This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, April 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Survey shows backing for animal welfare rule. Ethanol use tops 10%. FDA looks at ag water rules and retailer and producers commit to carbon reduction. The organic food industry is showing little sign of letting up. USDA says the number of certified organic farms and businesses grew by 13% last year, the largest year-over-year increase since 2008. There are now 24,650 certified organic operations in the United States. According to the USDA database, California has the largest number of operations with 4,790, followed by Wisconsin with 1,779. New York has the largest number of organic operations with 771, followed by Wisconsin with 763. Consumer Reports survey shows backing for animal welfare rule. A new survey indicates organic consumers broadly support new standards for raising organic livestock and poultry. The standards were issued in the final days of the Obama administration, but have never been finalized by USDA. The survey by Consumer Reports found that 83% of people who often eat organic food believe that organic eggs should come from hens that are able to go outdoors. One of the most controversial aspects of the standards would require hens to spend time on the ground outside of barns. Under current rules, hens can be provided outdoor access through the use of covered porches. Some organic egg producers have argued that the standards will be impossible for them to meet. The standards will be one of the first issues Sonny Purdue has to deal with when, as expected, he takes over as Agriculture Secretary next week. U.S. group fires back against Canadian dairy claims. Canada's refusing to accept U.S. conclusions that the country's new Class 7 dairy pricing system is unfair to American producers. The U.S.-based National Milk Producers Federation says the Canadian arguments make no sense. NMPF President Jim Mulhern says that when Canadian processors suddenly decide to switch to domestic suppliers after a change in policy, it should be, quote, abundantly clear that the lost business incurred by U.S. farmers is directly tied to Canada's milk pricing system. Mulhern was responding to a letter that Canada's U.S. Ambassador David McNaughton sent this week to the governors of New York and Wisconsin. McNaughton said U.S. dairy farmers have been overproducing and that the United States has more protectionist policies than Canada does. Ethanol usage tops 10%. Corn growers and ethanol producers say that use of the biofuel has effectively broken the 10% blend wall, showing that consumers are willing to buy higher ethanol blends. Data released by the Energy Information Administration shows the average gallon of gasoline contained 10.04% ethanol. The Renewable Fuels Association says the increase reflects growing consumption of E15 gasoline, which contains 15% ethanol and higher level blends. Ethanol content actually hit 10.3% in December last year. RFA says the new data undermine arguments made by the oil industry that the market can accommodate more than 9.7% ethanol due to infrastructure and vehicle constraints. FDA taking a second look at ag water rules. 
The Food and Drug Administration is taking a second look at its new standards for water that's used to irrigate orchards and vegetable fields. Mickey Parrish, a senior science advisor to FDA Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, said at the Grocery Manufacturers Association Forum yesterday that FDA is considering ways to make the water regulations easier for farmers to understand and to follow. Department of Justice, loose lips sink ships and food producers. The Justice Department lawyer who oversees prosecutions of farmers and food companies that cause outbreaks of foodborne illness has some friendly advice for company officials and workers. Watch what you say to investigators. During the GMA forum, DOJ's Michael Bloom said that investigators get some of their most valuable information when they surprise an employee at his home or business. Bloom said... The people who give up the best evidence are ones who aren't thinking straight. On the other hand, Bloom also warned that being disrespectful or attempting to hide things will raise the suspicion of investigators. Bloom, who directs DOJ's Consumer Protection Branch, says a number of factors go into whether the department decides to bring criminal charges in a food case, including the past regulatory record of the business and its market size. EPA planning employee buyouts. EPA is keeping a freeze on hiring and is preparing to offer buyouts and early retirement to employees to reduce the agency's workforce. An agency memo obtained by Greenwire and others says the agency plans to complete the buyout program by September 30th, the end of the current fiscal year. The White House lifted a government-wide hiring freeze last week, but the memo says any hiring at EPA will be permitted only on a case-by-case basis with approval by the agency's acting deputy administrator. Walmart and dairy producers commit to carbon reductions. Walmart has announced a plan to slash carbon emissions for the food and other products that it sells. Dairy producers will play a role in the pledge to reduce emissions by one gigaton. That's the equivalent of taking more than 211 million passenger vehicles off U.S. roads and highways for a year. Land Lakes has committed to reducing its emissions by 10 million tons. Dairy Farmers of America says it's taking a series of measures to reduce emissions from its dairy cattle through genetic selection, dietary changes, improvements in manure management, and other measures. Food processing giants, General Mills and Unilever, also among the Walmart suppliers making commitments toward emission reductions. The Walmart plan demonstrates how corporations see climate change as an ongoing concern they need to address even as the Trump administration rolls back the Obama-era regulations on carbon emissions. Here's today's He Said It. Their bodies are temples. Mine is an amusement park. That's Rick Brindle. Vice President of Industry Development for Mondelez International Incorporated, talking at the GMA Forum about his children's intense interest in nutrition versus his. That's Daybreak for this Thursday, April 20th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.